Hey everyone, welcome back to Coffee Cream and Convo. Hey guys, how you doing? You sound so raspy. Yeah, these are new mics. I'm having a good time. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. They're a little more comfortable than the others. Yes, I, like I, it. I feel I'm enjoying this uh, our, our setup today. Yeah, it's very nice. This mm-hmm. is our first episode with the new setup. Yes. So we'll see. It's great. If it sucks, we're not going to do it again. Oh my goodness. I'm sure it will be awesome because we have an awesome topic for today. We have a pretty awesome audience too. Oh, we sure do. So We sure do. <laughs> but let's That's going to make it better. It always does. got to tell them what it is. We have great people that listen and we co- do. give feedback and all kinds of stuff. So let's talk about today though. Yes. Today. today. Yes. Today's episode is Note to Self. Which is odd. Because we're focusing on today to talk about yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Just some tidbits of advice that you would give to our younger selves. Yeah, the things that you wish you knew then. Yeah. But now, you know, you could still use this stuff. Of course. You just It would have been better earlier. I think so, too. Um, Unless you're 15 listening to this. This is for you right now. Do this. Yeah, and well, not yeah, everything, abs- but, you know. No, Take what you can from it. I think I think that um, if it was somebody that was younger listening, this is definitely some things that they could apply right now. Absolutely. Um, but like you said, even us as adults, grown grownish, because you know it depends on the day and the level of maturity. Um, there are things that we can apply to ourselves right now. Yeah. Some of the things here that are things that I didn't even think of. Till I got to my 30s. I just learned some of these things recently. Well. I really learned, but learned to apply them. Well, let's dive in then. Let's let let's hear. All right. You got the first one? Yeah, I'll take the first one. All right, go ahead. Because this one's like really important. Okay. You got to do what you love. Yes. I don't just mean your job. I mean, don't waste time doing things that you hate doing mm-hmm. just to please other people. There's other jobs out there. Even if you need to make the same amount of money you're making now. There's another job that'll pay at least close to it. You'll be able to make it. Absolutely. Or, or maybe even more. Don't don't just tell yourself that there's nothing else out there, that this is the way you got to do it because your wife is going to hate you or your husband's going to be mad at you or you're going to be letting down your friend who's also your boss. Man, forget about all of that. Yeah. Take care of you. Yes. that I think that's so true. I remember working and just working and working and working and working and working and just being miserable. Yeah. Just being miserable and now I feel like I've gotten to a place where I'm doing things that I love. I like my job, but yeah. I like what we're doing now. Yeah. I like this now. This I have so much more of a passion for. And I'm glad that, you know, we decided to take this journey together. I am too. Doing something. This was a step in the right direction. Absolutely. It definitely feels right. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's all right with you guys too. <laughs> I mean, y'all are listening, so. Well, <laughs> it's funny because that ties into what... Uh, what I had next, which is, it's okay to say no. Fuck you. It absolutely is. <laughs> I learned that one pretty young. I'm sure you did. <laughs> uh, I didn't always apply it properly. Uh, uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm the kind of person, I'm, I'm a giver. And I will give and give and mm. give. And I gave to a lot of people that I shouldn't have given to. Like Mary Jane from Half-Baked? <sighs> Hot dog? Hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's the only word in the whole movie that she says <laughs> with that odd, sickening accent. But no, but it is okay to say no. It it's okay to to 
decide, you know what, this is not for me. I don't want to do it anymore. Definitely. Whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, whatever it is, it's yeah. okay to say no. Fuck off. You don't have to sacrifice yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you have to make sacrifices. Yes. But that sacrifice doesn't have to be your entire life. Yes. Your hopes, your yes. dreams, your future. Yes. I spend a lot of time um, doing things and helping people who were not appreciative of the help that I had to offer. Yeah. And when I stopped helping, man. Been there. <laughs> I, I am, I'm still hated for it. But you know what? I, I couldn't give anymore. I had to stop. I had to take care of myself because I was not taking care of myself and looking out for other people. And I had to say no and burn that bridge. And I don't regret that. that that's the tough part of it. Uh, because a lot of people feel like crap when they let go of something that they've been working on, no matter how bad it hurts them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they've been working on this relationship, they feel like they're going to regret it for the rest of their lives. The what ifs and the why nots and all the other things. But you have to realize in the moment, no matter how difficult it is for you to hear from yourself, that this is going to help you in the future. Someone else will be in your life. This is not the person for you if you're miserable with them. Right. You're not supposed to be miserable. Right. That's that's something that I wish my parents had learned when they were kids. Because I watched those people be completely miserable with each other for 20 years. 20 years of miserable marriage. Mm-hmm. And when they split up, they, in their own way, both bettered themselves in their lives. Right. From what they had. My right. mother was free. She wasn't getting beat anymore. She was a terrible drug addict after that. Mm-hmm. But she did what she wanted to do. That's all she wanted to be anyway. A drug addict. Yeah. Huh. And okay. my father pretty much stopped beating up women and people. And, uh, he damn sure quit <laughs> drinking. Right. Turned his life around. He's a good su- success story for uh, moving on from being an abuser. Right. I mean, he's still a piece of shit because he did all that fucking abuse. But... Uh, Shout out to that. Not to him, but to that. To being able to stop being the abuser and treat people the way they need to be treated. Right. Working on his fourth wife right now. Oh, God. Uh, this is the first one that I've seen that he doesn't abuse. No no comment on that one. Cause it's kind of awful because I feel like she's like his second worst wife ever. Again, no no comment. I know this lady. <laughs> and uh, I'm going I'm to I'm plead the fifth on that one. I know her too. But I f- would like family. <laughs> But I feel like that, that kind of ties into something else that I have, which is learn to forgive yourself. That's a good one. And it's one that I uh, I should have worked on a lot earlier in my life. What makes you say that? I'm very unforgiving of everything, including myself. Okay. Uh, I don't forgive other people very easily. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm even worse with myself. Hmm, that's interesting. So I really don't forgive myself when I don't like something that I've done. That's interesting because you, you offer me a lot of forgiveness for things. Oh, uh, the difference between you and other people is that I care about you. Oh, jeez. Well, in terms of yourself, <laughs> you have to think about... Yeah, see, like I said, the difference between you <laughs> and these other people I'm talking about is that I care about you. <laughs> see how I jumped over that? I'm, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Sometimes we make decisions that's for our betterment. And, you know, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. It's a good decision for you, but inadvertently you might hurt other people. Yeah. You have to be I able mean, to forgive yourself for doing that. Absolutely. And if you're surrounding yourself with the kind of people who are going to hate you for trying to better yourself, even if it's an inconvenience for them, they're the wrong people for you. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's exactly the, the point that I was making when we talked about the previous thing. So also, and, and this goes into another thing too. When you're young, you tend to do things that are stupid. 
We all yeah, do dumb yeah, things what, as a kid. Youngest four, I guess. That's what they say anyway. And sometimes you do things that are detrimental to yourself. But you learn. And you have to forgive yourself for some of those stupid de decisions and some of those dumb things that you did to yourself. You have to learn how to do it. Not Definitely. saying that it's easy, because it's oh, not. No. It, it's no. not. If it was easy, you would have figured this out already. For real. You wouldn't have had to go back and tell yourself. For real. Um, I just want to make a side note that like uh, child molesting and rape and... Oh, no forgiveness for that. Uh, yeah. Don't forgive yourself for that. You're a piece of trash. Yeah. We, we don't forgive those things around here. I, I advocate for... There's, uh, there's, there's a line in the uh, sand, but mm -hmm. generally... Like, if you cheated on your first wife and, you know, you're planning to marry somebody else, you can you can definitely learn from that. Forgive yourself. Forgive she yourself. She won't forgive you. Uh, because, you know, that was a really terrible thing to do, you scumbag. But don't do it to the next wife. And, you know, learn to get over it. Don't mm -hmm. sit there with the guilt and let that worm its way into the relationship you've got now, worrying mm -hmm. about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Again, that's the f that probably one of those things that come along with the folly of youth. And Absolutely. You to tie some things. I'm not saying that cheating is okay. I just want to make that clear. Nope. I'm just saying that sometimes in situations you do things, again, for your betterment. Maybe you're with this person and for whatever reason, in whatever way, you might have found somebody else that was for you and you didn't make the right decision and kind of moved on and hurt that other person. That's fucked up. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. But is that something you have to carry 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the line? I don't think so. I, I don't I don't think so either. You know, people might disagree with us and that's okay. <laughs> I mean, if that wasn't your person. Even if you both thought that you were each other's person, mm -hmm. if this isn't your person, you're not their person. Right. So as mad or upset or hurt by it as they may be, mm -hmm. it's better for them too. Right. Like it's okay to be selfish a lot of times, like when it comes to life decisions. Life decisions. I was just about and, to say and like that. Relationship decisions. Yeah. To a certain extent, uh, and I, I feel like that's that's in the okay zone. Like mm -hmm. if you have to hurt someone because they're not the one for you. There's no way to get around that hurting them unless they realized already that you're not the one. You're for not them. the one. Yeah. You're gonna hurt that person that you care about. Mm-hmm. Sack up, man. You gotta do it. It's better for you. It's better for them. The longer you wait, the more you're messing up both of you. Absolutely. I think that give that other person the, the the chance to grieve and get over it. And and move on to somebody who is for them as opposed to staying around with you. Yeah. Absolutely. I see. I see where you're going with that. What you got up next? Surround yourself with successful people. Okay. I don't necessarily mean successful with money. Mm -hmm. Like uh, all your friends got to have a good job and a nice car and things like that. I mean successful in life. Like people who got their shit together. Because having positive people around you who really have their shit together. People who make good uh, informed decisions about things okay. in their life. Okay. They can bring a huge impact to your life. Like the way that you act. You're the people that you hang around. Mm -hmm. You hang around five people. You're going to be... Uh, a conglomerate of those five people in most cases so if all you have around you are positive well-meaning successful in life people that's going to rub off on you whether you want it to or not absolutely i think if you have if you're the kind of person you want to build a business or you want to you want to do something with yourself you have to be around those business-minded people yeah you can't have those goals okay i want I, okay i want to do this podcast and i want to do this and i want to do that i have to be with you who wants to do those same things that I want to do? How can I be yeah, in a relationship? Yeah, you little insider tips. Right. I can't be in a relationship with someone who I'm trying to build a business with and they're not business-minded in the same way. Exactly. That's I, how you end up bankrupt and blaming the other person. Exactly. I've heard people say, and this has always sounded really toxic to me, and I, I want to make this clear too, that people say you should always, 
If you make a certain amount of money or you want to make a certain amount of money, you got to be around people that make that kind of money. I don't know if that necessarily that's, applies. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not necessarily true. I'm not saying it would hurt. Right. But if somebody's making $80,000 a year doing half a rocket scientist job and you're trying half to be... a rocket scientist. Yeah, and you're trying to do something that's completely unrelated that pays another $80,000 a year, hanging around that guy's not going to help you at all. Right. Um, But what if the guy makes 40000 but he, you know, he lives within his means and he lives very well. He drives right. the car he wants. He takes care of his family. He's got the home he wants. I mean, it doesn't matter if that guy's making 40000 80000 or 200000 If he's got his shit together, you can learn from them. Exactly. I think you have to have people that are like-minded and it doesn't necessarily yes. mean in a um, tangible way. Yeah. That, that, to me, I think is more important. I think people focus so much on money and, and the yeah. things that are not important. What I want to for me? I want to be around people that have the same thought process that I do, that want to live their life, want to be at peace, want to be happy. That's the kind of people that I need to be around. Yeah. That's important for me. There's no sense hanging around negative folks who just want to complain about their situation and not do anything about it. Right. You can spot these folks pretty easily because Mm -hmm. when they come to you and they complain about their problems and you try to tell them what you would do to work it out, there's always an excuse. No Mm -hmm. matter how many people are there, no matter how much sense it makes, even if you can show them on paper that this will work out, when they they have an excuse for everything, they don't want the solution. Exactly. They want to dump it on you. And have you comfort comfort them or make them feel better about the decision that they don't want to make. Absolutely. Ready for this one? This one is one of my favorites. Oh, good. Let them have it. <laughs> Give it to them. Stay weird. <laughs> <laughs> Should have seen that coming. <laughs> the only person that you need to impress is yourself. That's it. I... I'm a huge believer. I march to the beat of my own drum. I like what I like, and it doesn't matter if other people like it or not. Yeah, and at the same time, you're very accepting of other folks who are that way. I am. I, I am. So that works out. That yeah. works out on both ends. I, I do enjoy the art, the oddballs. That that's the people that I'm very drawn to. But I like that uniqueness in in people's character. I like people that don't want to be like everyone else. I like people that like to be themselves. If you want to be silly, be silly. If you want to be serious, be serious. Be you, whatever you, whatever that version of you is. Be that. Yeah, you have to be you. Your authentic self. Don't don't try to be what people want you to be. I mean, you hear it all the time. But really, you hit a certain age where you're like, Shh, man, that shit is true. It is true, <laughs> and then, and that's the thing. I, as as when you're a teenager, you want to fit in, and that's yeah. cool. You want to be accepted. I think a lot. most people want to be accepted, and that's fine. But there are people who will accept you for your weirdness, for your Absolutely. uniqueness. That's what pays. Being weird, being unique is what pays. Being like everybody else doesn't get you anywhere. I mean, it does. It'll get you some places. But if you really want to get far, be yourself. If you want to get far and be happy about it. And be happy. There you, you go. You have to be genuine. Yes. You have to be authentic. Yes. And that, to me, is like, that's the most important thing for myself. I want to be myself at all times. And if people like me as myself, cool. And if you don't like me, eh, I'll be fine. I'm okay with that. I'm with that. I don't like a lot of people. And we know that. You say that all the time. A lot of the people that like me, I don't return the sentiment. Um, Very hard to get along with in that way. Mm. If I don't like you, it's hard to make me want to like you. Mm. 
Uh, that's my problem, really, not yours. But well, you're gonna take it wrong, so I, it's kind of your fucking problem. <laughs> I, I came to you as myself, and it seemed that you liked that, you poor fella. Yeah, and uh, that allowed me to feel comfortable coming to you as my true self. Yeah, and uh, it worked out. I mean, I would have been myself anyway. Don't get me wrong. Um, you just wouldn't have liked it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, I, I got a couple for you. All right, go ahead. The first applies to the second. Okay. Pay attention to your credit. Mm. You can. There are ways to build your credit before you're old enough to use it. Mm-hmm. So look into it. I wish I knew uh, that. For your kids, you can build their credit before they're 18. They can have great credit when they go to get their first car. Hmm. So go ahead, work on that. No matter how young or old you are, you can fix it. Uh, unless, of course, you're a douchebag and ran up all the money and you can't ever pay it. Then, you know, sorry about your credit, pal. Oh, but for everybody else, everybody who's got mm. normal credit issues, you can really benefit by working on it early yeah. when you hit those rough patches that seem to like really demolish your credit now if you if you had worked on it earlier in your life you would have lost the same amount but it wouldn't have affected your credit so poorly it wouldn't have made it as bad because you would have started out at a higher number you right. know what i mean true pay attention to that i did not when Me i was either. a kid i was like i will never use credit if i buy a home i'm paying cash if i buy a car i'll make the payments i don't need to worry about the the tax and the, you know, the, what is that? The interest. Right, right. Don't have to worry about the interest. Credit's not that important. Man, was I fucking wrong. And I, I didn't get, like, credit cards and max them out and then not pay it. Uh, it was so much more simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a, a cell phone contract. Oh. And I didn't like my service. And I tried to cancel and I wouldn't pay them for the cancellation fee because it was more than my monthly bill doubled. Mm-hmm. So I refused to pay it. It hit my, my credit. Now, see, what usually happens is after a certain amount of years, different types of things against your credit will fall off. Mm-hmm. Unless that collection agency sells it to another collection agency, and then that uh, kind of reignites the right. time limit that they have. Right, right. So that was 20, hmm. 21 maybe. Mm-hmm. That is still in my credit report 20 years later. Jeez Louise. Well, you know what? Speaking yes, of that. I'm that stubborn. It's ruining my credit, and I still refuse to pay that motherfucker 20 years later. <laughs> stubborn ass. Fuck you, Verizon. Oh, God. You know what? That that does, though. It makes me think of um, using credit karma. That's something that's so small and so easy and helps yeah. you keep track of what is on your credit report. I mean, you can you have to dig in a little bit more um, a little bit more closely to find out certain other things, but you it tells you what things you can do in order to... Uh, raise your credit what you might need to pay off yeah how much you should pay to help to help raise your credit this many points you know it's a really useful tool so one of the things i like best about it Mm. is that you get to see what affects your credit as it affects your credit yes absolutely Um, twice now um i've had to struggle to come back to a, a better credit score. I don't have great credit. You have like, better credit than me. Time. I have good credit. You have better credit uh, than I do. At one point, I had very good, but not great. I never made it that far because, like I said, when I was a kid, I was a jerk, and I grew into a bigger jerk, and I still have that one thing on my credit report. I that appreciate I won't pay. Anyway. that you said that you're still a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not changing for you. Brother. So, the biggest blunder that I made with my credit in recent history here was that I switched banks. That's it. All it took, I switched banks. I closed my bank account with Bank of America. Okay. Because uh, my account got hacked. Hmm. And someone tried to set up 
a whole bunch of withdrawals, like seventy thousand, seventy some thousand dollars worth of withdrawals. And look, I don't Did have, ha- okay. I didn't have seven hundred dollars <laughs> in the bank. Wow. Okay. And I caught it in time. Like I caught it as it was happening. I was very lucky with it. But in the end, because uh, I was honest with them in the interview, they said, "Have you ever shared your password information with anyone?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Yes, a woman that I used to live with." I shared my password with her because it was a, a joint account. Right. I said, but when we broke up, I changed it. The pin. Because I said that. They said that because I had given my information to someone else, this is my fault if anything fraudulent comes up. But you changed the information, so how was that your fault? It doesn't matter because they tell you, do not give your password or pin to anyone for any reason. That's some bullshit, yo. Yes. So, uh, decided Bank of America were bigger jerks than I was, and mm. instead of dealing with that, well, I got rid of them so I could be a... A jerk to another bank if I had to be. Oh, great. Um, so closing <laughs> that account closed my debit card. Mm-hmm. Um, that really messed me over on my credit score. I lost like 200 points because I closed the longest account that I had had open. I never um, knew that was a thing. Yeah, I, that's how I learned about it. Wow. And I'm like, whoa, Like, what's this big difference? Credit Karma, they had the whole explanation for it. Right. So, And then just recently, uh, you know, I got one of those amazon prime card mm-hmm. joints like so you can just work up credit on a card that isn't visa i don't know um i got one of those and i accidentally uh left an option on to use that card i only really have it so that i have an open credit line that's it okay so i accidentally used it and when the the balance hit it didn't affect my my credit score but when mm-hmm. i paid it off they said I closed an account again, and my credit score dropped a hundred points. Wow! No, it's slowly climbing back up. Every uh, couple of days, it goes up five, ten points. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't fully recovered from either of those things. That's awful. Yeah, that's terrible. I don't mm-hmm. like the way that works. If y'all know how credit works and know what I'm doing wrong, hit us up. Let me know. Appreciate it. Yes, please. We'll uh, take, I won't pay you take... for it. If I was going to pay for it, then I would come see you at your oh office. Oh, my gosh. But it will still be very much appreciated, Ooh. and thank you. We would love to hear that. Uh, some information on that. Uh, we can get somebody that would reach out to us to that about that. That would be great, and we can even put together an episode yeah, talking about credit. credit. Yeah. That would be pretty great. So uh, what's the other thing you got? Keeping in mind how much emphasis I just put on watching your credit score and mm-hmm. taking care of your credit. There is no amount of planning that will make your dreams come true. You can have a stellar credit score as good as it can get. That's not going to make you happy unless what you want is to spend money and be in debt. Okay. No amount of planning that you can do will make your dreams come true. What does that leave? Action. Ah. You can plan it for years. You can plan it right down okay. to the second. If okay. you're planning a schedule or a budget. But you can't rely on it because okay. things happen. You can, no matter how much planning you do, nothing happens until you make it happen. Mm-hmm. God, plan that's, it. That's Don't good. get me wrong. Plan, plan your shit out. Plan your life. Plan your finances. Plan your your career goals. But you have to make sure you do what is necessary. Take to the steps. Them. You have to. Yes. Do yes. Action. Do you have another one after that? Because I got one that, that can go with that. Go very ahead. Well. Okay. Let us have it. So one I have. Make a list of things you want to do and then do them. That is so important. Yes. I had no direction as a kid. Really? Like, not even like a little kid. Like, I was, you know, 19, 20 years old. I had no direction. Hmm. I'm not even making money. That's all I need to worry about. No. You have to make a list of things that you want to do. Make sure you execute. You have to take the action. And that kind of ties into something that I posted on the Coffee Cream and Convo uh, Instagram today. Um, And it said, if it's terrifying, 
but amazing, you should definitely pursue it. Do it. I see the wisdom in that. Yeah. Absolutely. That was something, and it, it really resonated with me because when we talked about doing the podcast, I'm like, yeah, there's so many things I want to talk about. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about that, which we've talked about so many great topics so far. Yeah. Um, we have so many great topics for uh, future episodes. I'm really looking forward to them. But it was scary to me to work on something that I, I'm holding so close to my heart and I'm sharing it with people. Like I'm, I'm really, I feel yeah. a certain type of way about that. That was scary to me. And then doing certain episodes, like when we talked about doing the episode about narcissism and some of the other episodes where I've shared some things that were really personal that I didn't share with a lot of people and sharing it with the world is scary AF. It really is. It's so Anybody scary. Anybody can hear. And you know, with yeah. a little bit of internet knowledge, they can come see you and not like physically come see I you because we're very careful about that. But like they can see who you are. Like right. If they recognize you in public. Then, you know, right. they got all your stuff right, right out in the air. And it's scary. But at the same time, it is. this is something that I wanted to do. And I'm willing to, to face that fear and put those things out there because I want to do it. So we sat down and we planned it. We planned episodes. We planned things we want to talk about. Yeah. We're always planning. We talk about this stuff all the time. What we want to yes. do, what and we want to talk about. That's what makes it so fun and yes. seem feel so easy. Yes. It comes so naturally. Yes. Because we talk about it and then we do it. And that, that brings me to probably my favorite thing. <laughs> Not right. just the, my favorite thing we're going to talk about today. I talk to people about this all the time. You, you'll hear me mention it on Come to Think of It if y'all listen. Mm -hmm. um, you have to make why your primary response to things. Mm -hmm. And it has to be your thought process. Mm -hmm. Why? Why to everything? You don't necessarily have to ask this person why the fuck they're talking to you when mm -hmm. you're standing in the middle of the grocery store and you don't know this guy. Because that's rude. In your head, why? Why is this person talking to me? More importantly, most importantly, mm -hmm. why are you living the way that you're living? Yes. Why are you doing this? Right. Uh, is it money? Is it power? Is it respect? A lot of people are going to say yes. Mm -hmm. But that's not a why. Those things are what's. What's. That's what you get out of your why. Mm -hmm. Why are you living day to day the way that you live right now? Why do you work the job you work? Why are you in the relationship that you're in? Mm -hmm. Is it all really what you want? This is not easy, but it is the the best way to simplify your life and live happy. Right. You have to dig down to your own core, figure out why you're living the way you live today. Do you like your job? Then why do you go there? Do you love this person? Why are you wasting your time with them? Why are you wasting their time? Mm -hmm. In order to figure out how to live to achieve your true deep down in your soul why, you want to exist every day. You have to figure out why you're living the way you do and not that way. Oh. Once you figure out your why, yes, you can figure out how to achieve it by living. And I know it's, it probably seems complicated come from, coming from me because I have the, the abstract idea in my head. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a book, of course, because <laughs> it's me. It's called Start With Why. I've mentioned it here before. It's by Simon Sinek. Mm -hmm. And uh, shout out to that uh, fella and his book yeah it, it really had a profound effect on me it's when you hear it it's, it's almost offensive to you because it's so flat out logical and direct and there's no argument for it that's valid you can sit there and tell yourself this guy doesn't know what he's talking about um but he does actually or else you wouldn't have read his book uh, <sighs> and also when you get down to it you're really arguing with yourself you're not arguing with simon Sinek. right he's correct once you know your why 
your how falls into place. And mm-hmm. once you know how to get your why, mm-hmm. the what comes. You get the power. You get the respect. Mm-hmm. You get the money. But you also get to have achieved your own personal nirvana of inner peace, knowing that you followed your heart, so to say. Uh, and you got there. You you made a life out of what you love and what means the most to you. I you followed like, your why. Yeah. I feel like that was one of the things that you read that really it really did resonate with you and i i could tell when you read it um and we talked about that a lot too and it it really put a lot of things into perspective for you it really did yeah like i said i have just recently learned uh either to you know recognize these things or to accept them and achieve well my why brought me to this one all right this sounds good all right wait is this okay for on air Yes, of course. It is. Okay, well, that look on your face said something else. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I move. read books, not people. Oh right? God, yes, I know, I, I know. All right, so this one: move away from the city and never go back. Love it. Yes, I would take that advice myself. I actually moved away from the city when I was in my late teens mm-hmm. and went back. Did one you? of the worst decisions that I ever made. Paid off in the end. Um. Well, you're away from the city again yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And this time I don't plan to go back. I don't, I don't have any desire for that. Me neither. And for me, it's it's because, yeah, well, rather, I should start with, it's not because I don't have the same uh, urges and inklings as I do in the city. Mm-hmm. It's because the city's not here to accommodate those things I'm thinking. Right. You know, like, uh, yeah, maybe I want to go out and get all messed up on a Friday night. You're not going to get that out here. No, for no, certain. I'm, I'm going to sit home and get pretty messed up and not cause any trouble <laughs> you know the thing is that was that was really big for me because i talked about again being in a certain place and doing things that i was not happy yeah and i had to sit back and think why am i here why what's keeping me in this position what's keeping me doing these things living in this way that i'm not happy why why do i continue to do this to myself and it got to the point where i was like can't do it no more i got to go and I mean, I thought I'm not I'm saying, you know, really like, you know, it happened in five minutes. It it, it took months it takes and time. months and months of thinking about it and understanding how I was feeling and what was going on with me internally that, you know, um, I think I shared this a little bit in some episode, but I, I was just really in a really bad place and I could not do that anymore and stay where I was anymore. And one of the things I needed to do was change my environment. I had to. I had to. It plays to a big role do, in your life. Yes. If you are sticking yourself in the same rut. Yeah. That, I was going to say gutter. Mm-hmm. You know, I come from there. Of course. Uh, <laughs> you gutter snake. If, if you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you keep hanging out in the gutter, you're only going to meet trash. Right. You know what I mean? You're never right. going to do any better than the slime that runs down the gutter. Right. And that's, I mean, I wasn't in the gutter, but I was, I was not in a good place mentally. And yeah, emotionally. And sometimes that's the gutter. Your own <laughs> mind can My, be the gutter. Yes. And I made that decision to move away from the city, from New York. Born and bred. That's my place. I love New York City. Always will. But I could not do it anymore. I was, I was, I couldn't. And the best decision I did, I made, was to leave. See no that? fucking regrets. And now bears. And now bears. <laughs> and, and, and fucking spiders. 
Uy. <laughs> and snakes. Man, they be tree sap on stuff, <laughs> pollen all over the place. My allergies are so bad today. It's you got a ridiculous. shovel out here. A shovel. <laughs> yeah, I ain't talking about like your three by five sidewalk in front of your road. No, no, this, no. This is serious. This if we don't get snow like New York or where I'm from in the Lehigh Valley, which is way closer than New York. Right. We don't get snow like they do down there. No, no. We get double the snow that they get down there all of my life. I'm like, yeah, you know, East Coast ain't that bad. Like people complain about the heat in the summer. I complain about the heat in the summer. People complain about the snow in the winter. Mm-hmm. I complain about the snow in the winter. Mm-hmm. But when when you're shoveling all of this driveway, yes, and then you realize <laughs> that the plows are not coming through for a few days, yes, you uh, you get a sense of things. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good you, way you, to you put it. You start to appreciate um, the community plow. That's that, service. That's true. That's a good way to put it. But back to what I was, you know, just just kind of touching on. There was peace of mind that came from my move away from the city. I've never experienced this level of peace ever. And um, also, I feel like there's so many other things that happened. There's so many. This, this, this would go into so many, a different episode, but there's so many things that happened that I feel like it all brought me to this point. All of the things that happened, all of the shitty things that happened, all of the people that I lost, stuff that happened in between there, a lot of really fucked up things brought me to this point. Yeah. And I feel like I was supposed to go through all of that to get here to appreciate all of those lessons that, that's and to be at this point my next one right there because uh, i believe for most of my life that things happen for a reason if you yes. look for the synchronicity in things yes you can find it and sometimes it's only because you're looking for it mm-hmm. but other times even though it may seem like it's just because you're only looking for it it adds up with other synchronicities yes and for me at this point in my life at uh damn near dead i'm like a quarter to dead. oh god right oh god um <laughs> it's true in my life it's been true and i would tell myself to absolutely pay attention i would shout that in my face yes pay attention yes read yes. the signs and it's important when when you think about that concept to incorporate the other things that we've mentioned like doing what you love mm-hmm. not staying with someone that doesn't make you mm-hmm. happy Mm-hmm. Or someone that you don't make happy. Right. Setting your goals. Because when you fail and it seems like that goal was such a waste and you decide to take it off your list and go for another one. If you didn't fail at it, you'd kept going for it. Right. If you came really close to doing it and it wasn't a, uh, a car wreck of an idea, maybe you'd still be wasting your time doing mm-hmm. it. You'd still be wasting your time married to that person that doesn't love you or oh. that you don't love. That's right. Um. You the gotta sign. watch all of that. The and signs when you are get there. to where you're there, or, or rather, when you get to where you are in the end, when you look back, you can say, you know, all of that happened so that I was ready for this. Yes. Uh, yes. I won't get into specifics because I don't want to. But, uh, <laughs> there was a big part of my life. Uh, a very big thing came into my life, and uh, I realized that I wasn't ready for that thing until now. Like mm-hmm. throughout my entire life as tough guy as i've been as as strong as i've tried to be my entire life mm-hmm. i could not have handled it because it wasn't something to be strong for it wasn't something that you could beat out of somebody mm-hmm. or beat down you know uh, metaphorically right it was something that came into my life and it was either you accept this or you move on mm-hmm. but i seen it for what it was and it was something that i needed to have in my life to be a, a a happy human being okay and i know for a fact 
that just a year before it happened, I would not have been able to accommodate okay. the situation. I never would have been able to accept that into my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not talking about Jesus' word. I uh, just want to clear that up. I feel... <laughs> good. I'm, I'm hopping over... Nope. I'm hopping over that one. I feel like that is true. I feel like everything, everything brought me to this point to be. We, we kind of talked about this yesterday. We've been pretty, uh, been reflecting a lot when we were working on this episode. Yeah. And we kind of touched on this yesterday. Um, just, just all the things that happened for both of us that brought us together, like weird things. That brought us to the point that we were ready for each other, I should say. Yeah. Rather than bring us together. That brought us to be ready for each other. And there were some not really pleasant things. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) on my end, absolutely. Same here. I can can attest to that. Mm -hmm. But it brought us to where we need to be. It brought us to a level of maturity to be ready for this relationship. Both the the romantic side of the relationship, our friendship in our relationship the 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 plans that we have for each other as as husband and wife soon to be and just to to build what we're trying to build together yeah doing this this podcast doing things that we're working on on the side we're we're building and i feel like we are at that point now where we can do that but had it been two years ago or three years ago we couldn't have been what we are to each other now i don't think so i agree no i also want to say stop it Stop getting what? misty. Sorry. Which brings me to my next one. I love you, so don't be uh, misty. <laughs> Learn to accept kindness from others. Mm. Not everyone has this problem. Some people will take anything you uh, throw their way and run with it, uh, trying to steal more from your soul the entire time. Mm-hmm. I am not one of those people. I do not accept things from people. I don't take gifts, uh, gratuities, things of that nature. I don't accept niceties from people because i know that everyone is a snake in their own way when somebody wants something from someone they're nice to them they give them things they try to impress them they try to get in their good graces so i don't let people in my good graces i might try to get into yours because i want something from you but i don't i don't let people in you know to me the way you look at kindness is pretty skewed like it's it's, it's kind of funky um but i understand why you see it the way you do based on where you came from yeah um you don't receive kindness well at all i don't even when somebody tells me i did a good job at- i look at him like all right that's, uh, that's enough Thanks. yes um appreciate it but, that's uh, <laughs> your love language is definitely not gifts for no. certain no you are awful with gifts i mean you I, don't i appreciate them i don't want it to sound like i don't appreciate when people are nice because if you're an asshole, I really don't appreciate that. And I react way more harshly. And when you give me things, I see the look in your face when you go to give it to me. And I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. thank you. you. You really didn't have to do this, though. Right. That's always what you say. <laughs> and the thing is that what's funny is because you are so giving. Like, I don't want to say everything I ask for because that sounds like really crazy. But Whoa, whoa. Name one thing. I can't. <laughs> I, I really can't, though. But... It sounds it sounds crazy to say that, but you yeah. literally like if I say I see something like oh I like that that's cool you want it yeah or even if you don't say you want it like you might might come back a couple days later with the exact yes. thing that I said I liked because I'm also slick uh, oh god <laughs> so you think like, you're slick I like to surprise you I hate being surprised even with good things I don't like surprise parties never had one because I make it very clear that I don't like them <laughs> uh, 
And I feel like I've surrounded myself by people who appreciate not getting slapped in the mouth. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now I'm going to have a surprise party Happy just birthday, to see what slap. happened. You're so stupid. I thought you was attacking me, son. I'm oh, sorry. my <laughs> gosh. But I feel like that that's that's a thing that that's definitely a you thing. Like, yeah, you definitely I, I have, have that issue. Now. Yes. And like you said, it, it's from how I came up. Mm-hmm. My family didn't give things to us. Right. We weren't allowed to accept things from other people. Right. Christmas wasn't really a thing for us. Birthdays weren't really a thing for us. And it sounds like we were very religious, but only for a short time. And it was way after they decided they're not spending money on us garbage kids. <laughs> so so th- this particular thing might be a violation. And I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay, you can chime into this this particular story. And recently you told me a story about how you weren't allowed to go to people's houses and eat food. Yeah. Like if we they offered you food. No, that's rude. Yeah. Uh, at least to my father, that's very rude. You don't, you don't accept food or gifts or kindness from other people. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're starving. If you're at your friend's house and it's time for them to eat, you leave. Whether they invite you or right. not, it's time to come home. And that was opposite for me. My mom always used to say, if they offer you food, you take it. You're not allowed to. It's disrespectful if someone offers you food or yes. offers you something and you say no no, or no thank you or whatever. That's that's weird. So because of that, that makes me understand why you tick in that way. Like, you know what I mean? I feel you. Um, what, You know what's confounding about that, though? Is what? I find it insulting if I offer somebody something to eat and they don't accept it. Look at you. I know. <laughs> Even though I had to be that kid. Right. Who was like, oh, no, Mrs. Whoever. Right. Uh, it's time for me to go home. And he'd be mm-hmm. like, I thought you said you had till this time. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, the rules change. <laughs> right. You don't understand how it works at my house. We're very fluid with our discipline. Oh, my gosh. Fluid, huh? Uh-huh. That's a good way to put it. I think that it's just really assholey. That's what I think. I think that... uh well, it, sh- it shouldn't be that say, way. Still say fluid, but just refer no. to what fills up the lump on your head when you fuck up. No, I said assholey. <laughs> I think that's ridiculous. I think that that's that's so much pressure to put on a child. Oh, don't eat if somebody offers you food because it'll look bad. It'll look bad on on your parent. That's bullshit. Well, it wasn't just that it would look bad on the parent. It was that you know you're you're gonna put somebody else out, whether they offer it to you or not. They might not have it. It doesn't matter. Uh, because my family. They, you know, my father came from, like, really nothing. When I say nothing, I mean they ate what they grew. Mm-hmm. And there were times that they couldn't grow anything. Mm-hmm. So this man had to literally, this is going to sound so crazy. Mm-hmm. But this man literally had to fight with the Rottweiler dog next door over bones that their owner would give him. So that they could throw it in the pot and give the stone soup some flavor. Okay. I hear you. So, like, I get it. And if yes. he went to that guy's house, he gave that bone to the dog because he didn't have food for the dog. Stone soup. That's what he said. He did say stone soup. I did soup. say stone yes. soup. I don't know what you've heard, but stone soup where my father is from is when you go down to the river, grab one of the stones that's been there since the river was created, and you drop it in a pot of water, and you boil it and boil it and boil it until all of the, the vitamins and minerals that have been lodged in that stone come out, and you just you eat the water like a broth. That's crazy. It is crazy, but uh, it maintains you in a, in a pinch. Wait, random. You eat the soup or you drink the soup it depends on how you do it. if you're doing it with a spoon you're eating it oh see in a caribbean like a broth it's drinking it <laughs> regardless of look i, I, I ain't do. drinking beef stew <laughs> you put that piece in a cup i'm gonna get a spoon well, I, i'm not a soup person so I, I don't know what the right way is to say that i so, am but some most of the time i'm too fat for soup oh god it makes me feel like i drank too much listen like po- water not booze the point is i feel like if somebody comes to my house and i'm offering them something i don't care what it is anybody that comes over whatever i have here if you want it have it i'm not the kind of person to offer somebody something i don't have okay because again 
as I always say, I'm very direct, very forward, mm-hmm. and usually very truthful with people, whether I like you or not. And even if it's to my detriment sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. If I haven't got extra food, I'm going to tell you, hey, man, I'm going to eat. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I, I, I understand. If you don't understand that, then all right, you can leave. I won't be mad if you don't want me to eat in front of you. Or if I respect you enough, then I just won't eat until you go. Listen. I will have you if I have you over it means I have something that I'm going to share that's yeah. that's how I that's how I roll um so if you come over like it's, it's like okay my daughter's friends if her friends come over mm-hmm. eat yeah. whatever it is have it I'm offering it to you because I have it available to share with you exactly. regardless of whether that is my, might be my last can of soup or whatever I have it to offer to you I'm sharing it with you I like I like I said I just I personally find it weird to have a child over and you, you know, you tell the kid, well, you can't eat that. You can't eat, eh, I don't know, yeah. whatever. My I, kid's going to eat. You just sit there. I, I was raised differently from how you were. So I, I, yeah. I know that's why I view it See, a little I bit differently. I lived that exact scenario before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're over somebody's house. These people are dirt poor. I mean, we weren't rich by any means either. Like, we were pretty poor too. Mm-hmm. But you're over these people's house and all they have is, you know, two packets of Lipton soup for five people to eat dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. You let them eat in front of you and you don't feel any kind of way about it. Crazy. That's crazy. Well, I guess in the same vein of conversation, here's one for you. Despite what people may tell you, you do get to choose your family. Agreed. A million percent agreed. Mm -hmm. uh, Take it from me, folks. You can get a real raw deal on your original family, Uh, but you do not have to accept them into your life. Just because that's your mother or your father. And I I get so much crap about this all the time Mm -hmm. because I do not recognize my mother as anything except for a parent. I don't buy into the, that's your mother. No, fuck that. My mother is a drug addict who tried to have me murdered and let her youngest son get completely screwed over by the drug addicts that she had there with her Mm -hmm. and didn't care at all. Never made amends, never apologized, even when she stopped doing drugs before she relapsed. Mm -hmm. Never tried to apologize. And I'm not talking about she went a few weeks without drugs. I mean, this woman went a couple of years without doing drugs and decided that that was what she wanted. That was her why. That was her reason for living. Right. I don't respect that. That's not a mother. It's not a parent. That's someone who had a kid. Mm. It happens. Mm. So See, it's, it's all about who you latch on to and you keep in your life. It's, it's different for me. And, and you know this. I have a Absolutely. very tight relationship with my parents. One of the best uh, <laughs> child parent relationships I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. To be honest, it's frustrating sometimes. Is it? Yeah. Why is that? Because I see y'all, you're like one unit. Because so anything are. is three against one. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> three and a half, because we can't forget about your daughter. Of course. Well, I have a very close relationship with them. And, you know, as I've said, uh, my family is from the Caribbean. And the Caribbean have, people have a very tight family unit. Yeah. So I have a very tight relationship with my parents, but I don't necessarily have a tight relationship with other people in my family. Yeah. Without I, getting I, I into detail. Um, so when, when you talk about your mother, that's hard for me to swallow. It's when you, hard for uh, so many but, people but, to swallow. But, but when you say, on the surface, when you say it and you, you drop some of the, oh, my mom was a whore. Because, you know, we talked about this and come to think of it. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I brought to as a question to you because that was something that was really troubling to me to hear it in that way when it's just said in that way yeah but with knowing the story and knowing what happened to you and i mean i know a lot more than what you're saying right now in the episode um i understand why you feel that way about that and you do not have to accept 
a family member that treats you like shit. Absolutely. Whether you it's do your mother, not. your father, your sister, your brother, your right. cousins, the niece that you grew up with like it's your sister. Right. They're a person like you. Right. And if they're a shitty person, you don't have you to don't acknowledge have them. You don't have to like accept that. that. You know, people have family that will try to use them and uh, be able to live their best life and have you out there struggling. Absolutely. You don't have to accept that shit. Nope. You don't. You are no one stepping stone. No. It doesn't matter who it is, family or otherwise. So while I do have a strong sense of family, I also have a strong sense of sense. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is way more important. And I'll that, tell you that. Yes. Sense will get you very far. Yes. And Common with, or uncommon. Uh, sense will get you far. That's right. And with that in mind, I also do know that your family, you can create your own family. You are my family. Um, yeah. we're not married yet but you are my family you became my family when we decided that this is what we wanted to do we wanted to be together absolutely um when we developed the bond that we developed you became my family your brother is my family you my know, younger brother yes your younger brother yes to clarify your younger brother is my family i have friends who i've had for years mm -hmm. that is my family absolutely you know i tell you about my daughter's father all the time that is my family yeah um and it's people like that I chose to hold on to them and make them my family. That's how I feel about that. And that's one thing that's so important to remember. You create your family. You Absolutely. don't have to be stuck with people who don't care about you. In the end, you truly do create your own family yes. between your friends, yes. people in your blood family who you you know decide are worth keeping in your life. Yes. But you don't have to fall in and let someone just attached to you and degrade you right. and pull you down in your entire right. life's effort right just because they're blood relatives right that's not family family are the people that you can rely on that you care about who care back for you yes people who will rely on you yes which takes me actually to two more all right hit me because this one's really important okay I'm um, ready. if i heard this at a younger age i'd have been much less tired by the time i got to my 30s okay don't let anyone rely on you if you cannot rely on them, I don't care if it's your boss right. or your brother or your wife. If you can't rely on that person mm -hmm. to do for you, like they're asking you to do for them, don't do it. Right. Cut that off. Right. Either cut off that part of a relationship with that person or cut that person out of your life because right. you don't need that. You don't need any of that. Right. That's true. No one does. As bad as you might feel uh, compelled to do things for certain people or for people who you care a certain way about. Mm hmm. You're hurting yourself. That's, and that's not fair. If they cared about you yep. as deeply as you care about them, they wouldn't want you to hurt yourself. This is true. And that is something that I struggled with, like I was saying earlier, um, doing for people. And I did for a lot of people and I helped mm -hmm. a lot of people out. And at the end of the day, it was just me doing and doing and doing Absolutely. and giving and giving. And I had nothing left to give. And and because you, you were living that way for so long and so hard-grained about it mm -hmm. you don't even realize how you're being taken advantage of you don't realize these people yes. aren't giving it back to you until yes. it's so far beyond yep. too late yep then you're gonna spend months maybe years getting over this yes and you're gonna hate yourself at first because you're gonna feel like it's your fault literally yo you are preaching to the choir you, you right should have done more mm -hmm. you could have done more mm -hmm. right couldn't you couldn't mm -hmm. you have done more couldn't you have just put up with a little more shit and took it a different way no yep. man that ain't what it is if yep. you gotta put up with that and they're not putting up in quotes with you the same way you're messing up they're uh, using you go uh, back to our narcissism episode yes that, and, uh, check that out because those folks like to do that too absolutely make you feel bad for not doing enough even though you're literally the only one doing anything that was that was the situation i, I had been involved in where it, i was just doing and when i said no 
Oh, oh my God. Uh-huh. Every possible thing that I could have been called, I was called. Mm-hmm. I had death wished on me. I had stories told about me. Like I said, yeah. some were true. Majority <laughs> were not. Yeah, I mean, I own the, I own the true shit. Yeah. There you go. I, I might have done a certain thing. I might have hung out with this certain person. I might have, you know, had sex with so-and-so. Ooh. Whatever. It is what it is. That's not everybody's business. But you want to tell it? Tell it. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. At the same time. The other things that I heard about myself were just downright funny. Yeah, sometimes you just want to know the rest of the story so that you can have a laugh. <laughs> I and I got I've some there, good laughs. Been there a lot of times. I got a lot of good stories, but I've heard a lot of better stories about me Th- that aren't true, right? Mostly. Well, mostly they or, or the ones that aren't entirely true. Enti- yes, and that was what would happen. What happened? And you know, I really felt bad at first. I felt bad because I was like, maybe I could do more. Maybe I should have waited. Maybe I should have held out. Maybe I should have helped more. Maybe I should have stayed where I was. You know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. <laughs> because yeah. I was and not look happy. Look where you ended up later on. Exactly. That's, that's the proof that you're telling the truth right now. Not not like your story is in doubt, but I'm saying telling the truth about having to move along and yes. having to recognize that you're not doing the right thing, even though it's what you really, really want to do. Yeah. But it wasn't uh, healthy you, for me. At that time, you're like, you know, I could have done more. Maybe yeah. I should have done more. I could have done this. This could have gone differently. But today, today you're looking back at that going, mm-hmm. you know, I don't appreciate that that happened. No. But like, I see the error and you you learned from it, which yes. is so cliche, but it's so true. That's why you, you get older and have advice mm-hmm. for yourself because, I, you know, you've learned now. Exactly. I look back at that situation and um, I say to myself, you know what? I could have probably handled it differently. Yeah. Maybe I could have said a different thing and then not let it blow up. And and I, I beat myself up about that part for a really long time. But I realized with the exception of one or two things that I feel bad about mm-hmm. in that situation, I don't feel bad about it overall. I don't feel bad about changing my life. I don't feel bad about saying no. You Absolutely. have I mean, to say no. at the time. Yeah. But now you see where it got you. Right. I that had was something to do you that. had to do for yourself. Yes. From th- for the sake of my mental health. Yes. Which directly affects those around you. Yes. Your, your children. Everything. Your parents. Everyone who cares yep. about you is affected by yep. what you're affected by, really. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I see we're running a little short on time. So I'm just going to roll through these. Okay. Go ahead. Quick. Go ahead. The first one, I, I definitely want to hit this. Mm-hmm. Uh, work hard, but don't forget to play. Because I worked through a lot of seasons in my life, and I'm talking 16-hour days, six, seven days a week Mm -hmm. uh, to put food on the table for people who ended up not appreciating it in the end anyway. Mm -hmm. When I could have just slowed down, lived a little crappier for a while, got a better job, and did better by myself without them. I wasted years. I'm talking decades Mm -hmm. worth of of work time uh, on people who didn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it for what it was. Same. Because my, my nature is to be giving even though I'm super selective with who I give things to. And not a receiver. No, not a receiver. And no pause. No, not a receiver. <laughs> um, you don't accept gifts and exactly. kindness. That's, that's what I meant. Not not pitching and catching. You are never going to be quote unquote worth it to anyone all of the time. And you shouldn't be. Because to be worth it to most people, you have to give them more than they give to you. Unless that someone is yourself, you don't owe it to anyone to be worth it. Mm-hmm. In the end, you only owe yourself. I know you said that earlier, mm-hmm. but it's true. You can't emphasize that kind of thing enough. You don't right. have to be worth it to somebody. If if how you are isn't worth it, you're not going to be worth it. That's right. And if you're worth it now and then all of a sudden you're not, 
It's not necessarily that you changed. Their expectations didn't change. They just didn't get what they want. Right. Stop beating yourself up about it. Right. This, this is real important. Mm -hmm. You can have it all. But unless you're that lucky, I would say less than 1% of people in the world, you're just not going to get it all at once. Learn to accept things that are good in your life for what they are as it happens. As it happens. You may have the perfect marriage, but then your spouse passes. All right, well, you don't have the perfect marriage anymore, but you did. You had that. And right. now you've got your perfect kids. You've got uh, a career now, even though maybe you never worked. Maybe you were that, that wife that lucked up and your husband had a great job and you mm -hmm. never had to go get a job. But mm -hmm. now you had to go back. You know, you had to go into the workforce. Right. It was horrible. Or right. However it went. You, you don't have all of it right now, but in your life you can say, I've had it all. I found my one. I had my kids. Yes. I had my career. Yes. I had money. I had a home. Maybe it wasn't the biggest home, but it was your home. Yes. It, you know, it's your car. It's your everything. You can have it all. But don't, don't get mad at yourself and get frustrated and give up because you can't have it all at once. Right. I know a lot of people. And I don't know anybody who has it all. You talk to all these rich people like Bezos and whatnot, these guys, these billionaires who are rushing into space. The reason they're rushing into space is because they're lacking something fundamentally in their lives. It's not because they're so fascinated with space and they've got the money now, so just do it because they've had the money forever. So they're filling a void. Don't don't fall for all that. You, you can have it all. You just have to appreciate it while it's there. And now, I learned this from my guy, Dead Carl. Dead Carl's dead, so he can't tell you the story himself. I call this, I just say this is the cookie. Because he explained it to me one time. He was my supervisor at a job before we got close. And I was always coming to him very honestly and telling him, I'm going to do this thing that's against the rules because it's going to make my job easier. Or it's the right thing to do, but they won't recognize it, so I'm going to do it behind their back and prove it to them tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And he, <laughs> all the time, Carl would look at me, with his infinite wisdom and say, stop telling me this shit. I don't need to know. When you fuck up, that's when I need to know. So the story of the cookie is say, you know, you're seven, eight years old. Okay. And there's some cookies on the counter at your house. And you go and you ask your mother if you can have a cookie. And she says, no. Mm -hmm. You take that cookie. You are in trouble. Right. She said no. And you took the cookie. You, you clearly... Drop the ball on that when you right. messed up. You got caught. You're done. Right. Take the cookie. Don't ask. Take the cookie. When she finds out you took the cookie, maybe you're right. Maybe you're wrong. But you didn't do what she told you specifically not to do. Right. Take the cookie. Sometimes it pays off. I got two more really quick ones. And I got to give shout outs for both of them. Okay. The first one. Go ahead. Our guy Mark from Armani Fifth Avenue in yeah. uh, Manhattan there. Shout out to you, Mark. Shout He's out to you, bro. Awesome, Thanks awesome guy. Yes. Uh, go see him. You got some money laying around. Go see Mark. Yes. Armani Fifth Avenue. Yes. He's going to take care of you. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you, best sales experience I've ever had in my entire life. No, no, no lie. He's the greatest guy. All of us were there, our whole family. Mm -hmm. And he treated us like family. Absolutely. He's we, we still have contact with this family. Yes. Awesome, awesome person. Um. He told us a great story. I'm not going to repeat the story. Just the the knowledge to pull from it because I've experienced this so many times in my life that when he said it, uh, I mean, I looked at this guy like, man, I fucking know. <laughs> double check everything. Yes. As sure as you are about things, double check. Don't be afraid to double check other people, especially your bosses. Yes. Again, live with that why mentality. Mm -hmm. Go do this and this and this. Why? Mm -hmm. Even if you don't ask them directly, 
think in your head, why am I going why? to do this? Is this the right thing to do? Right. Whereas Dwight Schrute would say, I oh, ask God. myself, is this something an idiot would do? Oh, God. And if it is, I don't do that thing. Must we talk about The Office in every episode? <laughs> yes, and I use that one almost every time we do, because I'm telling you, people are idiots. So shout out to Mark. Yes. Thank you, man. Thanks, Appreciate Mark, everything. Thanks, for everything. And the other shout out has to go to probably Michael Bivens, but I'll, I'll, I'll send it to Belle Biv the <laughs> in general. <laughs> Never trust a big butt and a smile. That girl is poison. First of all, first of all, I feel offended by that. Well, you have a big butt and a beautiful smile. Okay. I, I imagine you would be. Therefore, I'm offended because you don't trust me now. I didn't trust you. Say just, what? Uh, Go ahead. No, I didn't. I didn't trust you just off of nothing. Uh, I had to learn to trust you. Um, and to be honest, I'd rather not trust you and then learn that I was wrong and that I can trust you. Okay. Just because yeah. you have a big butt and a smile doesn't mean I'm going to work all day for you and give you everything you need and feed you bonbons and take care of your two kids from a previous relationship <sighs> and help you pay down your uh, credit card. So, first of all, I only have one kid. Secondly, you never fed me bonbons ever. That's what I'm saying. Third, I still got credit card debt and like $30,000 of student loans. Uh-huh. So, uh, excuse me. So, I believe it's fair for you to say... I didn't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just don't don't go diving in to a life situation with someone that you're only physically attracted Absolutely. to. Absolutely, that's not, the physical is not enough. Let me tell you something, fellas. The booty's not worth it. Oh it God. is today because it's you know it's today. Forty dollars. But tomorrow, I, I'm telling you right now, that shit ain't worth forty dollars. Listen, I don't care who it is. I learned that from you, you and Samad on Come to Think of It. You told me it's worth forty dollars. Oh, that's the going rate. That's not like the value uh, we put on. Oh that's just God! The going rate. As uh, we learned yesterday, interviewing Vengeance, the price of pussy in the Dallas Fort Worth area is actually seventy dollars. I thought it was thirty-five. So no, that's the cost of hollowhead ammunition in our area. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, speaking speaking of Come to Think of It, so yesterday Tommy and Samad were recording. With vengeance, and I cannot wait for that episode because it's, it's going to be a laugh riot. I'm telling you, I I wasn't supposed to be on the episode. I was just listening, but man, I was cracking up. I couldn't even hold the laughter in. None of us could. You guys, tequila, Lionhead, and Jaeger. Yeah, we had some fun, boy. That's all I'm gonna say when that episode comes out. <laughs> you'll, you'll be able to understand what at least four out of five of us is saying. Oh, my gosh. Because so. there, there was a part where there was a lot of slurring going on. Yeah, yeah. We we made it through, though. That was It was still a great episode. And, and, um, and it, it was going to be phenomenal. It, the slurring did not come from Tommy. And no, it did not come no, from no, Samad. Fuck that shit up at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. I know my limits in a lot of things. Uh -huh. And alcohol is definitely one of them. I hear you. All right. So, with all that, I have two more. Give them to us. Actually, I have three more. All right. Let me say this one first because I it, <laughs> this is so important. Uh, create long-lasting memories. Okay. I feel like that is so important, and I don't even think I realized the importance of it until very recently. Um, I didn't either, to be honest. Yeah. One thing, and I'm going to tie it into our relationship because, you know, one thing that we did, do I should say, is we, we do a lot of we go a lot of different places mm -hmm. and and just do stuff go see things we really do even if it's just getting in the car and going for a ride for an hour and see where we end up yeah it's not like we're flying to vegas every couple of weeks or something. right like we're not we're not going so super far away no. like we, we all of the things we do are like within driving distance absolutely but we do them with such a uh, uh a flow of togetherness and wanting to 
enjoy it and remember it and make the time yes. worth it. Right. While we're not running around like chickens with our heads cut off. As we have been for the last few months. Yes. And so that's one thing that's so important that we have so many things that we can look back on as yeah. we're building our relationship and building our foundation and look back and look at all the things that we've experienced together, the things we're going to do in the future. Like we already have plans to go see that Van Gogh thing, which I'm so excited about. Yeah. We've been booked for months. Yes. Um, we've gone to, uh, Let's see. Went to Connecticut a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. which didn't really see a whole lot, but we still had fun. Nope. Because there was nothing over there where we were. Absolutely. Except for Shout some out nice. Shout to them for that because that was great. Yeah, that was great. Um, we went to Ocean City. Yep. That was, was another good. Yeah, that was a really good trip. trip. That was actually our first trip once uh, when we lived together. That was the first yeah. they moved it together. The weekend I moved in here. Yeah. Uh, we went to Maryland. It was great. So but we have a lot of pictures of places we went. We have a lot of memorabilia. We went to the Wax Museum, got pictures from there. Oh, yeah, in uh, New York, not yes. uh, Ocean City. I yes. don't know if they have one down there. I'm not sure. We should find out. We should. It'd be nice to see. Yeah, of co- exactly. But it's so important to have these memories. You know, it's nice to be able to go out to the bar and get shit-faced. And it's mm. nice to go to a restaurant and eat whatever. But it's also nice to, to see things and experience things with people that you don't do on a regular basis. Build those memories, take Absolutely. those pictures. It's worth it. Yes, that that means more than anything. And I, I'm so appreciative that I get to do that with you. I am too, to be yeah. honest. And uh, I think anybody with children mm-hmm. uh, who gets to do vacations or little outings or just spend great time with your kids doing things that make you feel warm and together inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, they can tell you it really is the most important thing when you get older and you look back. Because when your kids move out, you got all those pictures you can look at and remember. Right. Or if you still have a mind like a steel trap, then you can just sit there <sighs> and remember. And when you're having a bad day, you know, you break out those mental photos and boom, a whole different day. Right. Right. I had another one, but it actually tied into something we said before, so I won't go over that one again. Oh, all right. <laughs> but this last one, this last one is important um, to me and I think to you, maybe. I'm not sure. We'll see. <laughs> Wait, should we get uh, the red table together? Oh, God. Get them ready for this? Stop it. I ain't going to cry like Will Smith. Uh, I don't call your names. No, first of all, first of all, <laughs> let's not talk about that because you know I'm a crier. So there's that all the time. Yeah. But uh, this one. Be willing to wait for your person. Sure words have seldom been spoken. Yes. And I can't stress this one enough. As much as you care about that person, as much as you feel like you need that person in your life, how good they felt to you before the end of that relationship. Mm-hmm. The end of that relationship came around for a reason. Right. It's because it's not your person. It's not your person. You will find your person. Your, your person will find you. Mm-hmm. That was not your person. That is so important and i feel like the music industry really gets rich and the movie industry too for that matter gets Mm -hmm. rich off the idea that you're going to lose the one that's for you but if that was true it wouldn't be the one for you would it indeed you know my mom always used to say because you know you know mama potter always got her words of wisdom Uh so my mom always tells me and I, i think i post this something similar to this all the time because it just means so much to me what's meant for you will never pass you absolutely she always told me that and she was right she is uh, <laughs> quite up there in life experience at this point. Yes. And I've I've heard her say that. Uh-huh. Still at her age, she says that. And yeah. she believes it yes. wholeheartedly. Yes. And when you live that long, your mother is very satisfied with the life that she's lived. Mm-hmm. I mean, your dad is too, but mm-hmm. we're talking about your mother here. Mm-hmm. 
So, for someone to be completely satisfied with their life, tell you nothing meant for you passes you by. You're right, right. She knows. She knows, and she's like I said, she's right. You don't have to chase someone. You don't have to put on a show, absolutely, a facade. You just be who you are, and what's meant for you will come. I could not agree more. Mm-hmm. I would have argued with you about that ten years ago. Would you? But uh, yeah, I'm sure. Probably even less than that. <laughs> but, you know, life happens. And you get to a point in your life where you have to start reflecting. And if you actually do reflect, instead of driving yourself nuts trying not to, mm-hmm. um, you start to see. That yeah. That is true. Yeah. That's one of those things in life that is, it's just true. You can't argue with it. Right. I mean, you can, but you're wrong. No oh, gosh. So, like, never mind. Uh, I was going to go back into seafood and Donald Trump. But uh, uh, again, uh, we're almost out it's, so. it's okay. We're not, we won't get into that. But, yeah. you know. I feel like I went through a lot of things and you went through a lot of things. And when we met, I told you I was not looking for a relationship, Mm -hmm. but it happened and it happened quickly. And here we are about to be married in less than a month. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. In less than a month. And uh, I'm so thankful that I found you. We found each other. I am as well, Uh, obviously, because, you know marriage (laughs) (laughs) i waited longer than many people live to ask someone to marry me Mm -hmm. because i had to mean it not gonna lie to you either (laughs) and i appreciate that because i'm glad that you mean it because i mean it and so that is a very sage piece of advice be willing to wait for your person your person will come indeed it doesn't matter how long it takes and thanks mom yes thanks mom for that so guys like we said uh in less than one month we will be married uh-huh. and um we've been working on the podcast working our regular jobs Ooh. planning the wedding yep. and all of those things all at the same time and it has been rough yeah indeed <laughs> and i just said earlier in this episode i would put in 16 hour days seven days a week sometimes and let me tell you this has been rough it has been yes we spent so much time trying to get everything situated and you know covid doesn't make it easier and it's just been it's been it's been quite a time so because we have this coming up we are going to be taking a break yeah that's that sounds like we're breaking up with y'all but we're not we're, we're not taking a little hike we're taking just a like uh, come to think of it's done i we uh had to put come to think of it on hold uh weeks ago mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. and it's more really for you guys and for us, mm-hmm. uh, at least for come to think of it. <laughs> All right. Because, you know, we want to bring you good content. Absolutely. We, we have to be able to put in hours and hours worth of research, even yes. though it sounds like we're just talking off the cuff, because a lot of times we are. We bullshit a lot on, on come to think of it. But mm-hmm. we, we know what we're talking about when we're being serious about things, and we like to give you that sense we like you to be able to listen to us and believe us because we're correct not because you like us right and in order to do that we really need a lot of time yes and same thing for us doing this here yes more so i I think here because you know come to think of it really is more of an off-the-cuff kind of show Mm -hmm. we've we've tackled a lot of really heavy hitting uh subject matter absolutely and it doesn't do anybody any kind of service to half-ass it right I want to do like doing when we worked on the missing and murdered indigenous women. I wanted to do that justice, and that required Absolutely. so much time and effort. Working on the episode for narcissism that required time mm-hmm. and emotional 
effort from me because yeah, that was really that was hard. For you. Yes. Um, you know, I want to come back. I have so many things that I want to talk to you guys about. We're already working on episodes for the next season. Yeah. But we Lots need to. Yes. But we need to be able to give you our all. Indeed. And uh, that's exactly what we're going to do. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so because we are stretched very thin right now. So um, we are we are taking a break and uh, we're getting married September 4th. I'll definitely share some pictures on our Instagram. Um, pictures of her. <laughs> pictures of us. Pictures. I Listen, everybody knows I post a few pictures of you here and there. But mm. I, I have to get your approval of them first before I post them. I never post anything without asking you first. I mean, it's not like I'm going to not marry you or like slap the shit out <laughs> or something for sharing pictures of me. But I, w- I will nag you about I it. I know. Until you apologize I, I, and promise not to do it again. Nag, 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 <laughs> nag, nag. But yeah, so, um, but we'll share some pictures from our wedding. Psst. And, um. Hey, baby. um so we will be back october 3rd october 3rd look for it yes all Uh, new season before that though oh yeah oh yes all new season is october 3rd yes however we're working on a little something that we want to share with you guys uh so if you stay tuned not to this episode, obviously. Yeah, no, uh, when this ends, just cut it off. There's another one coming. There's another on. something, a little it's tidbit short. coming that's short that uh, we're working on that we would like to share with you guys. So please stay tuned for that. Yeah, please we're go. excited. Yes. You'll be excited. Uh, well, most of you will be. We'll see. Some of you were jerks. <laughs> oh, We God. appreciate you, too. I especially appreciate you. <laughs> Keep being a jerk. Oh, goodness you're gracious. You're fucking up your life, but you're entertaining me and mine. So. Please, please, just just let Tommy go. Just, just <laughs> smile, smile and nod, y'all, because that's what I do all the time. Smile and nod. But it, seriously, it works for because you know it, I'm not going anywhere. No, <laughs> seriously though, um, we're looking forward to the next season. We're just looking forward to this this new step in our lives. I'm so excited. I'm so ready for this. Um, but we want to get this done and be settled to be ready for you guys and bring you the great content that we have coming because it is Indeed. coming. If I could show you, oh God, pause, baby. Oh God, whatever. Because if I could show you guys the stickers and the posters that's up on my wall of all the things that I've been thinking about <laughs> and working on, you would be like, "What the heck is wrong with this lady?" Yeah, you look like the rocket scientist. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, surely you're joking, Mr. Feynman. Oh dear. Anyway, guys, that's it for us for this episode that's and it. for this season. So we're allowing you to have. Oh God. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this journey thank you for sharing you know all all your feedback the stories you've told me all the people that have reached out have just had conversations you guys are so great for real keep it coming man you guys are so great as as much as some of y'all say we brighten your day you brighten ours too absolutely letting us know yes yes and and I, i i i can't stress this enough i'm so thankful for you guys i i've gotten so many great messages and posts and 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 just just so much stuff i'm so thankful for you all um so october 3rd october 3rd be here keep those notifications on yes because that trailer is going to come up you're going to enjoy it yes so stay tuned see y'all later see you guys next time coffee cream and convo is hosted by heidi potter and tommy brown Email us at coffeecreamandconvo at yahoo.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions. Join us at Coffee Cream and Convo on Instagram or Dead Savage on Facebook. Coffee Cream and Convo is a Dead Savage production. Outro by Brianna.